Hey, Meter. Yes, Nathan? So, I was thinking about something that annoyed me. Yeah? Was there something specific? Ah, uh, yeah. It's actually Bowerinos. Oh. We need to talk. So welcome back. Uh, I am one of the hosts, Pepin, and of course we have to my right, you know, podcast right, Meter. How's it going? Podcast right? Um, oh. I'm feeling podcast good. Well, you know, like stage left, stage right. Oh, I got it. Uh, oh, oh. I thought it was clever. Ah, damn, I just ruined it by explaining it. It's okay. You'll yeah. get used to it. And of course to my podcast left, we have the amazing Cam with the hair. Oh, thank you very much. Glad to be back. You know, he has other features besides hair. Yeah, he also has facial hair. That's what I was thinking. Oh, you guys are getting <laughs> getting onto me here. <laughs> getting descriptive. It's painting that, that word image. That visual people. image. Yeah. Put the face behind the Visual image voice. as opposed to other images. <laughs> <laughs> so the topic today is things that annoy you. And as I tease, I am annoyed by ballerinas. Well, specifically... Why are you? Oh, okay, to get more specific, it's not ballerinas per se, but it's more tap dancing. Point dancing. Point, oh, t- t- point, how do you know my thing more than I do? Because uh, I've had to listen to you rant about it several times. That is true. It's actually point dancing, not not tap dancing. Now, for those who don't know, point dancing is that thing they do where they go on their tippy toes for no reason. With the uh, special flat-toed shoes that yeah. make your feet bleed? This is this is a thing in six. So what what they do is they they put these like stupid shoes on, and then they stand on tippy toes and they dance around. And you're expected to like say, oh, "Yay, that that was fun." Well, it does seem like it would be very very difficult. I know I could not do it. And um, don't they go through rigorous training and like their feet actually like ca- it causes severe damage to them, including but not limited to bleeding. That, that is true, but let's imagine there's something else out there, like tree hugging. And let's say that gets competitive. Like, how long can you hold on to this tree? And then people have to go through extreme training, and they start bleeding because, you know, the bark's scraping against their chest. Is, is, is that really worth it, though? Well, I think the point being that we're pushing the limits of the human capability through sacrifice of your own well-being in order to perform something that is somewhat of a spectacle. I think that's extremely common. And uh, I think that you have underlying reasons for not liking point dancing that are not being. Oh, this is Cam. So Cam, have you seen point dancing before? Are you familiar with it? Not point dancing, but I've seen other forms of dancing, like clogging and crap, where they just you know bash their feet up against the floor. And what's the difference between clogging and uh, tap dancing? Clogging, you got these little clicky things on your on your shoes. One on the ball of your foot and then the other one on your heel and so literally when you step like it makes all these noises and you have the same you have the same thing it's like a little piece of metal you have that on tap shoes too don't you i believe so but is it on the the ball of your foot as well or is it just on your heel i think it's on the i think it's on the toe and the heel okay well i may be wrong though it may be just the toe i don't i don't know i'm not an, an expert in this but i have I know uh, clogging was big for a bunch of girls in my school. Yeah, yeah, same here. It's like a more of like an organized thing where they all do synchronizing while they dance with their little tap shoes. Mm-hmm. Whereas tap dancing, I feel, is more professional and slower and 
Uh, I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm not an expert either. Yeah, I know uh, expert tap dancers can get really fast. And like being able to keep a rhythm and change the rhythm and um, do it all with your feet is that's that takes a lot of talent and I'm sure an, an immense amount of practice. Yeah, but that, that, that okay. So tap dancing is kind of impressive. It's kind of interesting. You know, there's a little bit of musicality there and they're like going all crazy in ham. It's like, man, man, their feet are moving fast. With this uh, clogging or whatever I'm talking, what am I talking about? Point dancing. Point dancing. With point dancing, it's it's okay. Imagine you go into a theater and you're like, man, this can be good. They're like uh, girls dancing around and stuff, and then they go on top, tippy top of their feet, and you're like, oh, that's that's interesting. I've never seen that before. And then they start doing stuff, and it, it's it's just like, what? Well, that's not that's not too exciting. You know, you'd be better if you're just flat on your feet. Now, do they just tiptoe around or do they actually like if they what would impress me is if they do any sort of in air movement, if they are jumping and landing on their tips of their toes, that is really impressive. OK, so they might be doing that kind of shit. Right. And, and OK, then maybe it's impressive if one person does it right. If just one person does it. But if you have like a whole stage of people doing it and then over at the next town, there's a whole stage of people doing it as well. It's less impressive. Well, I mean, that's that's like anything that gets popular. It starts to spread. Uh, I think, if anything, it would make it more impressive because there are going to be some people who take it to an extreme and are extremely good at it. Maybe you just didn't see good point dancing. Well, t- to be honest, the point dancing I saw is uh, terrible. It's, it's absolutely terrible. It has nothing to do with personal feelings whatsoever. Is it usually solo or is it like a group effort? I think it can be solo, but the stuff I saw was a uh, group effort. And the, the, uh, this one girl was actually pretty decent at dancing until she started doing point dancing, in which case I'm like, wow, she's not very good dancing, is she? So, uh, now you're saying that you saw this. So what made you go to see point dancing, Nathan? Well, you, you see, uh, there, there's a family friend I knew and, oh, uh, oh, Nate, a family friend. Yeah. Family friend. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, how was, uh, who was related to this family friend? How did how did you know this family friend? Well, you see, I knew her grandmother, and her grandmother and I were um get, get <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. Explain this part. How how did you know her grandmother before you met her? Met, met who? The grandmother? Who, who did I meet? The the family friend. Yeah. Oh, so the family friend. So I met her grandmother, and uh, okay, I, I dated this girl. Oh. oh sense now and we hit it off really well when i met her grandmother <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I, I was more getting at i think i understand why he doesn't like point dancing now no. uh yeah <laughs> but, but elaborate think, well, let's go on your route a little bit more so this grandmother <laughs> yeah how about this grandmother how old was she so grandmother when i saw her the point dancing i thought i was gonna be pretty impressive because she showed me like you know the point dancing at you know, at, uh, she was practicing Ooh. in various places and stuff. And I'm like, man, this is going to be interesting. I mean, what can they do on the tip of their toes? A whole heck of a lot less, that's for sure. Okay, so your issue <laughs> does not sound like it's necessarily with point dancing. I mean, I, I think I've made this point before many times to Steve, but if one person was doing point dancing, that would be extremely interesting. Like, man, that person's dancing on the tip of their toes. That's, that's kind of cool. Two people start doing it, like, oh, okay, it's a little less cool. If you have whole stages of people doing it, it's kind of like, okay, it's kind of lost its value. It's lost its novelty. It's utility. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I think that your issues stem much larger than point dancing itself. Yeah. And that's, 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 I mean, 
stance I'm going to take on that one. I mean, it, it, it does make me say, why, 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 why? <laughs> uh, Cam, what uh, what do you have that, uh, that you know, kind of you don't like? Grinds your gears. Oh, that's a good Cranks one. my shaft. Um, yeah, things that bother me, just little things. I've lived with three different people, like, outside of my parents' house, and all three times. I have found things that really kind of piss me off, you know? All right, most recently I was in Wells. This girl I was living with, every time we went out for a cigarette, she'd flick it, like, every five seconds. Every five seconds she'd be flicking this thing, flick, 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 flick. I'm like, you don't need to do that. It's right in my ear. Where, like, oh, I don't know, just something about that little action made me so upset. It, it just, I, I got really annoyed by it. Now, for a non-smoker, um, such as Pepin, I feel that the the phrase, you know, flicking the cigarette might um, might confuse. Like, are you trying to get the ash off of it or something? Yeah, yes. as you're smoking it down, there's this big ash, and if you don't flick your cigarette, then it'll land on your finger or something, that big gray piece of ash. And sometimes mm. it, like, burns for a split second, so typically when while you're smoking it, you got to flick it, just kind of get that top piece off. Also, um, I found that when I smoked, if I didn't flick the ash off, then you're breathing in through the ash, and it makes it a little bit harsher. Yeah. Um, which isn't nice. And I, I know a lot of people uh, flick differently to get that ash off um you know holding between the pointer and middle finger being the cigarette and then with the thumb i usually put it under the uh the cigarette butt itself and then flick upwards and that just knocks knocks it off um but other people i've seen you know like shake their hand or a bunch of different things was it the action itself or the it sound was the sound of the flicking off of her like thumbnail or so, whatever it was so did she do it the style that i described how i did it where you flick instead flick of flicking up it was flicking down though so she had it in between her fingers and then she'd like flick the top of it and it would mm-hmm. boom, go back down and just constant constant the whole seven minutes that we're out there smoking it's just like that's all i hear so is the sound in combination with the repetition or is it just the the sound at all it's probably just got to be the sound, the, the the movement, watching her do it over and over again. It's just like, why? This is unnecessary. It's not keeping you warmer. You know, it was wintertime, so if that was an excuse, that's already out the window. Like, just just quit flicking your butt. It, it's, it sounds more like a uh, nervous habit than anything. Probably, but either way, it's like you're making it worse by continuing to do it, even after I've said it out loud. You know, if, mm-hmm. if I address the issue... It's just something that I do. Well, no, no, just don't do it. Do it when I'm not here. You don't need to flick it that many times. Don't come up for a smoke when I come up for a smoke, if it's going to come to that. I don't know. All right. (laughs) That's that rant. Have you had that issue with anybody else? Uh, Honestly, not. No. No. Uh, Just that one woman. I'm Um, thinking maybe this doesn't have to do with cigarettes. Maybe this is a uh, personal issue. Maybe no, this is a point. No, I issue. think <laughs> no. I think it it would bother me if anybody that I saw. I mean, what I can imagine is you're saying flick a lot, right? Flick, flick, flick. What else do girls flick a lot? The tip. Yeah, the tip of their clit. That's how they masturbate. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a direct correlation. <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 
here at We Need to Talk, we've been uh, teaching people how to flick their clits since the beginning of time. Uh, apparently, that's how they masturbate. This, even the phrase is called flicking the bean. Right? So, the, the, the metaphorically... I didn't know the bean meant a clitoris. I did not think that was what the bean was. What else would the bean be? Like, the vagina? The, I don't know. The, no, the, like, the opening? my bean. <laughs> my big bean. Big beans. Well, I guess if you want to go with it. So... <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. Just the idea that that's all they do to masturbate. <laughs> Look it. Oh, my God. So I, I think this metaphorically disturbed you because for for some reason, you know, probably not related to point dancing because point dancing has nothing to do with this. Nothing at all, Nathan. But yeah, but it's maybe something like that. Maybe, maybe it's maybe. I think you guys have a deeper underlying. A little bit of resentment. <laughs> reasons for not liking <laughs> these specific things. I don't know. I mean, same person that I was living with. So you're going to be like, yep, I was right. But no. <laughs> Another little thing that <laughs> pissed me off was, uh, you ever get like a back scratch from a girlfriend? You get like any sort of like physical arm scratch? Yeah, physical Ar- contact. I mean, I'm sure, right? Like, like not just like a, like returning a favor, but more like like she's a scratching your back. Yeah, because- just like a little back scratch, arm scratch. You know, your stomach hurts. You get your tel- your tummy rubbed. Anything like that, right? I've never had the tummy no. rub. No, nothing okay, like go that. Go on. Okay, so she's scratching your back. So she's scratching my back. In the same spot over and over again. My fucking skin is wearing down. It's going to my spine. I can't feel my back anymore because she's rubbing the same spot over and over again with her nails. It's like I have 90% more back that you haven't touched yet. (laughs) (laughs) So that shit. That's how guys masturbate. They just same, the same spot, spot, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was not a guy scratching my back. <laughs> so, so, quick question here: Like, was this over time? Like, was she scratching your back? Like, maybe a few seconds each day, or was it? <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. That's even better. Like over the course of a year, he slowly. She knows the same down. spot. She just never leaves that spot. Just like uh, two seconds each day, just a little. <laughs> I'm wearing down. <laughs> Maybe that was a uh, a physical representation of a metaphorical type of idea, being that wearing you down in the same spot over and over. It seems like repetition really gets to you when yeah. it's like the same thing over and over nonstop, and there's no end to it in sight, and you just want it to stop, and then it just happens one more time. And then just one more time, and you're like, I don't know if I can take the next one. And then the next one happens, and you're like, I'm going to fucking snap. Yeah. 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 I think that's reasonable. Yeah. All right. Those are my buggers. What pisses you off? <laughs> the word buggers? It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I used it Peppy. proudly. No. Um, uh, chew, people who chew loudly. The, the, the concept of eating it all to me is just disgusting. Um, on a conceptual level or on all, a – All of it. Yeah. All of it? Just hate all it. Of it. It's just, it's disgusting. But when, like, when, let's say you're in an office setting, right? And uh, the office is, is really quiet and the person sitting near you is eating. Like, the sound of them eating is so disgusting. I cannot describe it. Like, to the point where I have to immediately 
turn on music or something or I will freak out or I need to like I sometimes I leave and I go find something to do. What about with in animals another, in another building? Animals? I don't spend, doesn't bother you, does it? I don't spend too much time around animals. Oh, okay. Um, I have my cat, but he doesn't eat loudly, so no, I don't have an issue. Well, with you could that. probably still hear it if you were hanging around. No, not really. But it's um, a different distinction because I know people that are, you know, they have the same feel as you. Like people chewing is fucking gross, but then when it comes to my cat, I don't care. It's my cat or it's my dog. Like it's just an animal. But um, there, I feel like there's a difference because you you can be aware of what you're doing. The animal, like you can't. An animal's not going to – they're just going to chew how they chew. But like a human can learn some fucking manners and like – Well, there's you know, some foods out there that are inevitably impossible to chew quietly. No. Whether your mouth is closed or not, there is some foods that you just cannot eat quietly. N- no, there's not. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Good luck. I don't – crunching doesn't bother me. You can crunch into a chip. I don't – that doesn't bother me. Okay, but then that's not chip, everything. You said everything about eating. But if you crunch into a chip and you continue to smack it around and I can I can hear your saliva and I can hear you chewing, <laughs> yeah, like, all that. that's disgusting. Like, Okay. I can I can concept to that, yeah. So, so is it like immediately or is it like kind of built up over time? Oh, it's instant. Oh, it's instant? Like I know – like Fire uh, in his eyes. Like somebody can sit down with food and I'm like, oh, I know this is going to be really bad. Like that's a giant Subway sub and I need to put on music now or I'm going to freak out. Mm-hmm. Now, does this cause issues like when you have to like take people off to lunch and stuff or is like, oh, God. Oh, you judge your dates, don't you? I, I don't like eating in public anyway. I, the whole, I don't like eating in front of people. It's just – it's a gross idea in general. So no, that's not something that I'm too fond of. Now, have you ever called someone out for eating too loudly or too whatever? I was just going to get to this. Um, yeah, when it's been necessary, absolutely. Is this what sweet strangers are like, hey, shut your mouth flaps? If I have to, like if that's what it gets to. Now, have the responses always been, oh, okay, sorry. I didn't mean to be rude. Most people understand and are like, wow, I'm being an asshole. Yeah, well, if it were me, and maybe this is just me being an asshole still, but if it were me and somebody were to tell me to quiet down my chewing, I would probably tell them off. I'd be like, listen, I'm at my own table. Go fuck yourself because I was here. I was eating. I'm eating. I'm doing my thing. Just fuck off. Well, how about you get some manners and actually learn to keep the I was mouth. chewing with my mouth closed. No, you weren't. I was yes, watching. I was. You weren't. I was watching. If you were chewing with your mouth closed, I wouldn't have heard it. That's not true. You can chew foods with your mouth closed and it still be loud. It depends on what you're eating. And yeah, if I'm doing everything mannerably that I can as best. Then I'm not going to bitch. Okay. I'm going to bitch if you're but chewing loudly. But if it's still loud, mouth. even if I'm being man, having good manners, then some not, foods are still loud. Then I'm not going to complain. My issue is when people chew Rudely, rudely with their mouth open with and or they like specifically like like while they're yeah. trying to like clear something from the back of their well, that's understandable like you got something in the back of your teeth use your fucking tongue that's what it's there for like you know i'm feeling really bad right now because like like the other week steve came over for the podcast and stuff and you know it was about time to go and stuff and uh, me and Steve were talking business, and just keep talking, and like, then I started eating, and I grabbed carrots of all food. Like I said, baby carrots are full grown. They they were they were actually carrot chips. 
Oh. And the, the torture I put Steve through. No, you, you didn't bother me. When we used to live together, you pissed me off fucking every <laughs> single day. But that's a different story. Is that with the apples? Oh, God, don't. Please, don't. Please, please, Nathan, don't. But I would just put on headphones a lot and just, I, that's fine. Like, I'm not, I go out of my way to not make it a point to chastise somebody else for doing what's comfortable to them. I'm fine with me finding a way to mitigate the issue because I'm the one having the issue. But if it's someplace in public, there's nothing I can do about it and they're being extremely rude about it and over the top, then I have an issue and then I'll speak up and say something. Right. But if you're over there, you're chewing with your mouth closed and it happens to be a loud food, then that's not as big a deal. There's nothing you can do. You're trying your best and I'll get over it. Like I, I can I can take – the blame on myself that it's my issue, but if you're making it my issue, I, then I have a problem. I got you there. I agree with you. And if the only solution, if they're not willing to change and their solution is, well, if you don't like it, you can get out. It's like, all right, have a great night and I'll fucking leave. Like, I'll, I'm fine with being the solution if that's what it has to be, but I'm still going to think you're an asshole. Right. But I never said that I was blatantly chewing out loud. <laughs> well, why is there a personal vendetta going on? Oh, here? we've been having some tension ever since the guitar talk or whatever. We've been having some tensions since since previous episodes that we've been on. This yeah, is just yeah. it's our character, it's what we do. Now, do you find you are self-conscious of your own chewing? Does your own chewing bother yourself or are you worried about, you know, offending or kind of bothering other people with your own mouth sounds? Oh, for sure. Uh, there's certain things that if I'm eating it and I'm like, okay, this is disgusting to me. It, I can't imagine to somebody else. I'll, I just won't eat it. Mm. Are there actually foods you like avoid because just the sounds are too much? Um, most anything that gets uh, gets soft in your mouth, like breads and sandwiches, um, anything that makes your mouth stick together a little bit, because then you have to kind of like smack your mouth open and then closed again, and then it or it makes a squish. Those are all gross. Um, chips are really loud. Um, so I find those to be annoying to, I feel like it would be annoying to other people, although it's not as annoying to me as long as their mouth is closed. Can we think of like the nastiest food right now that probably makes the most amount of noise? When somebody slurps soup, that's soup. the noisiest thing possible. I had soup in mind. Yep. Oh God. Uh, this, this is my pet peeve with soup is like, you kind of get, try to get all the soup in your mouth with the spoon, right? But then something always gets on your lips, and then you always have to kind of like kind of smack it off, and it's just like every time it's like you can try to be as you know aerodynamic. Not, that's not the word. You can try to be as food dynamic. Food dynamic. No, as you know, engineering the problem as you can. You know, like okay, if I put this in here at this angle, when this kind of mouth gap, I will get in here, and there will be no like slippage onto my. There will be no slippage onto my lips. But then somehow, some always gets on your lips, and you're like, fuck, how does this happen? Is that called a lip slip? Yeah, the lip slip. Cousin of the nip slip? When you get, when you get soup on your nip? Uh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. When you get soup on your nip? <laughs> good old nip slip. That's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I could definitely... Imagine soup being in that, especially yeah, the slurping, uh, which, which is why I think you wait till the very end, and that's when you slurp up all the stuff. Yeah, but I mean, you can you can drink without slurping. That's true. I, I think I think the problem with soup is you're usually kind of slurping it out of the spoon. 
Mm-hmm. And then the spoon kind of creates this kind of square breaking kind of effect. Well, you can you can put the spoon up to your lips and then tip it, and then if all the soup falls into your mouth, and you don't have to anything. Now that we're on like utensil etiquette here, how about when people scrape forks up against their teeth? <laughs> all right, the whole way out. You ever hear that? Is that a thing? That bugs me. I don't have too much of an issue with that, but I know my mom doesn't like that and when they scrape against the plate. Like, that drives her crazy if a fork scrapes against a plate. Yeah, that's kind of... That can be uncontrollable if you're just, like, kind of eating and going at it. But if you're, like, you're like chomping... Making- <laughs> if you're chomping on your fork, yes, I'm making hand gestures. I'm you're- Italian. I talk with my hands. No, no, no. Your, your miming of eating was like Parkinson's. <laughs> <laughs> If you're just like eating, yeah, if you're just going hard on the food, just picking up meat. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I definitely agree with that. that. That can be obnoxious. Yeah, you don't chomp down on your fork. You're not eating your fork. You're eating your food on your fork. I, is that really a thing, though? I don't think I've really seen it. You've never heard mm. it? You know, just that scraping noise from a fork. No, I, I've heard someone bring this up like once before, like when I was like eight years old, but never after that. Yeah, people, uh, people definitely do that. It's not something I do, right? I mean. I, don't you don't be self-conscious i mean i'm pretty sure it, it don't i mean i'm pretty sure i'd be aware if i was doing that but that just sounds painful to your teeth yeah probably it probably is it's probably not dentist recommended probably four out of five although hundreds hundreds of years ago it was actually pretty good for you to chew on your utensils <laughs> were they made out of fluoride or? no they were made out of silver it was actual silverware oh. it was back in the time of peasants and oh. that chain and there was a disease that went around, and silver boosts your immune system, and they lived. And all the peasants got infected with disease. So silver, actually taking that in small amounts, is really good for you. If you take too much of it, you'll turn blue. Think I'm kidding. Is that what happened to Sonic? Yep. I Way too much silver. I figured as much. That's why he needs those gold rings now. Yeah. Balance it out. <laughs> balance, because that's how the balance works. <laughs> balance out my silver and gold intake. <laughs> so if you have too much silver, just get a bunch of gold. And hey. Sonic and uh, and Cornelius should get together. The guy from uh, the the Rudolph thing, where he's oh yeah, Yukon. Yeah, Yukon Cornelius. Man, we're hitting all of the topics. We are today. well off our uh, little pests, pet peeves. So Nathan, what else uh, bothers you? You and I lived together at one point, so there had to be things that I did that just drove you crazy. Admit it. Well, yeah, but that, you know, those are more understandable. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, like what? So you played a lot of Counter-Strike at the time, Mm -hmm. and you were very, I don't know, you were kind of a troll on Counter-Strike. Mm-hmm. But you're the kind of troll that would just start screaming at the top of your lungs at, like, random people online, and you would do this for, like, hours. <laughs> well, uh, I don't do that anymore, but I can definitely I can definitely see that being annoying. Also really fun for me, but... Yeah, yeah I was just kind of like, oh, it's Counter Strike again, okay. Yeah, well, uh, you used to play guitar for, like three hours a day every single night and that drove me completely insane (laughs) but granted like uh, imagine uh uh, like one room in a house we both lived in that like all of our stuff was there beds computers everything 
So the amount of space that we had away from each other was very small. And like, we'd go to meals together. Like we pretty much did everything together. We were married for that year. So the fact that we got annoyed with each other seems pretty natural, but the things that we got annoyed about, I know for me, it's the longer we live together, the more it's skewed into the unreasonable things. Like you collected apples. You had probably 50 apples in the room and you never ate them. You had bags and bags of apples. There were apples everywhere, Nathan. I can't go to sleep without seeing apples now. (laughs) I don't like apples. You, you know, it's like I felt bad about throwing them out. It's like, you know, like, oh, this, this could feed the mouth or something. So I'm not going to throw it out, but I'm not going to eat it. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a little too soft. Oh, my God. It's one of those loud foods that probably would have pissed him off if you ate them anyways. I had headphones, man. <laughs> also, just for clarity, when I was playing my guitar, I wasn't playing out of an amp. It would be- I know, that made it even worse. It made it worse? <laughs> yes. With an amp, at least you can like put on different effects and I can hear what you're playing. But instead, it was just the soft electric guitar being played without an amp. Oh, and that God. was way more annoying because <laughs> you were playing to like a track in mm. your headphones. Yeah, yeah. All I could hear was the random notes being played, which I'm sure on the track sounded awesome. But without a track, sounded obnoxious mm. for three hours every single night. And it probably wasn't three hours, but it felt like it. It, it probably was maybe three hours some nights. <laughs> I, I remember one thing you said to me was like, man, Pepin, every, every time you do something, you don't end it. Come up with an ending. Just, <laughs> just end it. Just, just f- fucking like come up with something that you improvise and just find a way to end it. Just don't end on this like note that doesn't make any sense. It, it, it wasn't three hours of playing different solos. It was a three-hour solo. <laughs> I could see that. Well, I could see Nate doing that. What else you got while we're uh, hating on each other here? I'm not, I'm not hating. Oh, I am. Oh, okay. In that case... He actually hates this hair. He just commented and said that it was nice for the podcast, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're still live. You should have heard what I said off camera. Is this a camera in here? He doesn't know about it. Oh, so, man, now the world is going to know I'm ugly. <laughs> actually, this is just pet peeves in general. Okay, so this is a pet peeve very specific to restaurant business. So, like, fast food. So, both me and Cam work fast food at some undisclosed place. And th- so the drive through the way that works, uh, the way the drive through works is, you know, the person pulls up and it goes beep on our headset. And then we take the order. When it goes beep, they're up to the kind of thing. And so we usually like, wait a second or it takes us a second to, kind of, you know, put it on and we start talking to them and say, hi, what can I get for you? And then usually the people will say, oh, I want this, I want this, I want that. But there's one type of customer that really, really pisses me off. And this is the type of customer who, you know, beep, what can I get for you? Hi, how can I help you? Hi, what can I get for you? Hello, hello, is anyone there? Is anyone there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You you sound so distressed. And (laughs) Like they're panicking. Look at the sincerity on his face. (laughs) It felt like, like, like they're in a zombie apocalypse and they're like, oh my God, am I the last person on earth? Is there nobody inside this, this restaurant? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's like, okay, maybe you didn't hear me the first time, but I said it like two or three more times. And then you start like acting like, why why are you taking my order? Why are you saying anything? Come on. Where are you? Where are you? It's like, dude, fuck off. 
Now, does it bother you guys when somebody pulls up and you say, hey, what can I get for you? And they're like, just oh, can you give me a quick second or anything like that? Because I know I, I believe I've never worked fast food, but you guys are timed and you get you have to keep the order within a certain amount of time. We are timed, but we typically say, OK, that's OK. But um, repetition, it can get to anybody, to all of us, really. <laughs> and you hear the joke and I wasn't even the originator of this one. But I heard it a month ago or something, and the customer comes through and she says, oh, yeah, can I have a second? The person taking the order turns off the headset, and she comes over and says, yeah, I think I've ran out of seconds today. <laughs> I can't give you any of those. What do you want? But she didn't say it to the cop. Personally, it doesn't bother me when people say that. Like, because I've been to places, and I don't know what's on the board or anything or the prices, so I want a little bit of time to look at it, you know, maybe like a minute or whatever. So that's, that's fine as long as it's not like a huge big line behind you, in which case, you know, just come inside. But what annoys me is they say, oh, can I just have a second or a minute? I'm like, yeah, okay. Just let me know when you're ready. Then about a minute passes. Hey, like, are you taking my order or what? Mm-hmm. It's like, you're supposed to tell me. Like, this, this is what happened with front counter a lot as well. People will just be looking like, oh, just let me know when you're ready. And they're like, I, I've been sitting here for like an hour. Mm. So they, they're not making any motion. First off, they ask you for extra time. You indicate, let me know when you're good. And then they don't make any sort of indication and expect you to know. Yeah, just kind of like magically. Maybe maybe they think like when they have your arms crossed and then they uncross them, that means that like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. But there's no clear indication. Well, uh, that could be a pretty clear indication. Uh, I know most times if, if I'm looking, I stand back away from the counter and then, you know, if the employee asks me, what can I get for you? I say, uh, just a second, I'm making, I'm, I'm looking right now. Um, and then when I'm ready, I will step up to the counter as my indication versus like trying to signal them or call out to them or something like that. I think Nate's just talking about these incompetent assholes that just don't know. They don't, they don't do, they don't know how to even act in public. It makes you wonder how these people are pulling out twenties. It's like, (laughs) how did you even make money? You are an idiot to society. Sorry. It's not very nice to call Nate an idiot and incompetent. No, 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 not Nate, not Nate. I'm talking about all these fuckers that he's pissed off at. Oh. Yeah. What's, what's your, you know, most hated kind of trope with uh, customer service, you know? Just no acknowledgement when you ask them what they want. They just don't say anything. You ask them again and again. And by the time they feel like answering, they're like, hold on. It's like, mm. well, I asked you. You know, you. there's obligations for both of us here. I have to ask you what you want because I'm your slave. And then you have to tell me what you want because you're my master right now. So people who don't understand the basics of the social contract. Yeah, it's just what you're supposed to do at that point Mm -hmm. in a public setting. Now, is it fair to say that some of these people may have never been taught the correct way to do these things and that it's not necessarily their fault? Not saying it makes it any less annoying. I'm not – yeah. That would be very hard to believe at this point in time. It's 2016. You commuted. You came here. You know – you should have a decent idea that we sell coffee, donuts, muffins, all that shit. You know, you know, I have some like empathy for some customers because there's this kind of effect you have where you attribute like a 
how a person acts to how they are. When could this be their off day? Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they're just didn't sleep very well and they're just sleep deprived. So, and I, I've had like one or two instances like that myself. Like uh, this was one time I bought this fancy fifty dollar pair of like a uh, earbuds and I got two year warranty on it. I brought them back to the store and uh, I wanted to return them because they broke on me and. For some reason, they weren't gonna let me do it for some technical reason. They're they, like, they're gonna give me like the sale price as opposed to the actual price or something like that. I don't know. And I was kind of pissed about that. And the lady kind of telling me this, she was just doing her job, but I couldn't help but be a little angry with her. And so it's, I wasn't acting rashly, but I was aware that I was kind of being angry with someone who I shouldn't be angry with. I wasn't, I wasn't angry. It wasn't like uh, being mean or anything. But she could definitely tell I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. And. I was being nice to her, but in an angry way, I think it might be, or a kind of annoyed way. And sometimes, unfortunately, that's necessary because some people don't get that. Sometimes there's a reason to be angry and to let that get across. If she wasn't deserving of it, which is what it sounds like, that's a different thing. But sometimes you have to be a jerk in order to get the other person to realize, stop it. Like, no, this is not how this is working. You're wrong. And you're making me be a jerk. And then I I put that blame on them, but that's probably just me rationalizing. I usually try to be pretty nice, and it gets it usually gets you what you want. Mm. Uh, first, related to that real quick, uh, something I found that works really well with customers is sometimes they'll like you know they say something, and you try to fix it, or you try to do something, you still get mad, you get madder, madder. And then it's that stupid little basic technique of just kind of repeating back with a what they're saying and like their own terms and they're like, yeah, okay. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or yeah, that's what I want. So just being heard and having to be heard and it's kind of repeating back to what they're saying. For some reason calms them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody wants to be heard. It's really hard to, um, to communication is really difficult in general. Um, because there's trying to get across what you want to say, the other person understanding it, trying to get something across to you and you understanding it and you both being heard and understood. It's really difficult. So that technique works really well. Just repeat it back in your own words. And then if they disagree, you guys eventually come to both of you agreeing. Um, another thing that, that really bothers me um, is when uh, a lot of my job is on the phone and uh, when people are reading, say, or saying their phone number, say, and um, so it, it goes one 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 one, and that's pretty standard of how people do it. So two separate things: one, when somebody does it in some weird pattern, like one 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 one, like who reads a phone number like that? Nobody. How am I supposed to get that down in any sort of a normal way? And then the other thing is when one person's saying the number and the other person responds in between each each beat, right? So it's 111 and then so somebody else is writing it down. So they're indicating, okay, I'm done writing it. And they say, okay, 111, mm-hmm, 1111. Okay, that works fine. But when people either start or stop doing that in the middle of giving the number and then they end up talking over each other, it drives me absolutely insane. So I'm like, 111. One one one, mm-hmm. And oh my, I'm like, okay, 
either do say mm-hmm in between so I know you've written it or don't say it at all and let me just read you the goddamn number because you're driving me absolutely insane and making this such a long process when it doesn't have to be. No, I know what you mean. So here it's more the breaking of the pattern than it is like um, what they do exactly. So, so you're okay if they like say mm-hmm be- between each kind of thing or you're okay if they just kind of stay silent or you know whatever they do. But as long as they just keep it the same throughout. Yes. Or when – um, so when I'm trying to get a number from somebody and they say the first three digits and then they pause. Okay, so I'm expecting them to pause and then they'll go on to the next one. So they're giving me a couple seconds. But they'll pause until I say something. Mm. So I'll be like, mm-hmm. And then they'll read the next numbers and then I assume that they're waiting for me to write it. So I instantly just say, mm-hmm, because I can write while they're saying something. But then they don't wait. Then instead, they just keep saying numbers. So, so like, oh right, right. So, so then you're over talking. You're talking over each other, and it's like, uh, what? I didn't cross that last one. Something that should take five seconds ends up taking like a minute because then we have then I miss a number. Then I read it back. Then it's wrong. Then they get mad. Then we have to do it again, and they do the same thing. It's like just learn how to read a number with any sort of pattern that's normal to a human being. And keep the same pattern throughout. I don't care what your pattern is. I don't care if you say something between the numbers. Just do it the same every time. Right. So, so let's actually do a little experiment. I mean, maybe not with numbers, but like letters and numbers. So, uh, WW. Uh, read it back. WW. NT. NT. One. One. You know what that is? No. Nope. Our Twitter handle. Oh my god! I didn't even realize that that was genius. WWNT one. That's where you can find us on Twitter. You know, you know, get a hold of us. You know, message us. You know, say what's up. You know, say hey, we love you, or just say hey, Nate, Nate you're, wrong. you're wrong. Or you could always hit us up on our Facebook at We Need to Talk Show. Yeah, yeah, and also leave a rating on iTunes. So you know that that really helps up. You know, get into the whole ranking stuff system. We can actually be found on YouTube now too, and soon we'll be on uh, both Tumblr and SoundCloud and maybe even Patreon soon. So uh, pretty much anywhere you want to find us, we're there, except for Spotify, because Spotify is a bitch. I mean, we say that now, but once we get on there, we're going to be like, man, we we, we love Spotify. I'm going to be so happy when we're on Spotify, but until then, they're a bitch. Love you guys. Yeah, you know, add us. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, definitely glad you could be here again, Cam, and uh, until next time. We need to talk.